We could use your help keeping the Omaha History Podcast going. Please consider becoming a patron for as little as a dollar a month. Go to patreon.com slash Omaha. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. It'll help pay the light bill. Welcome to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Each week, Adam takes you on a guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past. Located on the southwest corner of 24th and Lake for more than 50 years, Duffy Drug was an iconic store in North Omaha. Before they were there, the site at 2424 North 24th Street was home to the farthest north drugstore in Omaha. Then the first black-owned business in Omaha was on the southwest corner of 24th. The Soul House Music Store opened in 1968. Adam, tell us the story of that corner. All the way back in the 1870s, North 24th Street was called Saunders Avenue. And Saunders Avenue was this northern road that had dirt, it, it was a dirt road that clip-clopped your way all the way out of what was called North Omaha at that point, Steve, was just 24th and coming. And it went away into this hinterlands. Uh, Saunders went all the way up and into this hinterlands where there were some greenhouses and some farms. There were a couple of mansions that dotted the way and uh, big old estates that were held by these uh, downtown tycoons in Omaha. Well, at some point, there was a chunk of land right around uh, the intersection of 24th and Lake that started to develop. Uh, a couple of the landowners started to turn over their properties into and to plot them into housing plots. And that area started to build up uh, as early as 1870s. Interesting side note, there are still some 1870s houses in the neighborhood around 24th and Lake. One of the things that happened when these residential neighborhoods start to build in is that there needs to be businesses to support them. And by the early 1880s, there was a swarm of businesses that were located around this major intersection of what was then called Saunders street and Lake street. Lake street, of course, was named after judge George Lake, who was an early uh, pioneer judge in Omaha. He was the man responsible for sentencing old Cyrus Tater to his death in the first ever legal execution in Nebraska that was held right there in North Omaha. Anyway, uh, Lake Street converged with Saunders, which eventually became called North 24th because it was the 24th Street that extended from the starting point right at the river. Anyhow, on this intersection of 24th and Lake, businesses started to spring up, and one of the early businesses opened in 1886. It was a two-story building right on that uh, southwest corner of 24th and Lake. The first floor held a business. The second floor held apartments. The apartment uh, was originally where Julia Chrissy lived with her husband, Charles, after they built the building and opened their business in 1886. They lived on that second floor. The first floor was their business, which was the Chrissy Pharmacy. The Chrissy Pharmacy was a normal drugstore in 1886, which meant that it actually acted like a general store with a lot of dry goods and different things that folks needed, but also a lot of medicine. 
this is really when the pharmaceutical industry was starting and when uh, pharmacists would mix their own medicines and there were also uh, different brands that were available to them and all kinds of uh, innovations were happening at that point. Julia Chrissy was from Chicago and she was uh, educated at the Chicago School or College of Pharmacy where she met her husband, Charles Chrissy. Together when they opened their business, Julia Chrissy became a rare thing in Omaha, Nebraska in terms of being maybe the first ever female pharmacist in the city. In an industry dominated by men, Mrs. Chrissy had a lot of importance. And again, in those early years, she took even more importance because not only did she run her own shop right there at 24th and Lake, she also became the secretary of the Nebraska Pharmaceutical Association for more than 15 years. She served in that role. So Mrs. Chrissy was a busy woman. Sadly, her husband, Charles, died just two years after they opened their business. He wasn't an old man. He was just born in 1857, died in 1888. Didn't last that long, though. After he passed away, Mrs. Chrissy ran the store on her own. She was only born in 1859, so she was just over 30 when her husband passed away. And still a young woman. She did end up remarrying, but it took a few years. She didn't just jump right into it. Instead, um, when she, while she was running the business herself, uh, she was actually featured in a national publication called The Chemist and Druggist. Uh, they ran an article called The American Lady Pharmacist. And they said of her that her success is proof of her thorough mastery of the profession. So without a doubt, without any question, Julia Chrissy was good at her job. She had her prescriptions that she sold along with cut prices on patent medicines and perfumes and cigars. She had a confectionery and sodas. A confectionery, of course, sold candy and other goodies. And sodas back then were all about phosphorus water added to syrup to make yummy, yummy flavors. One of those sodas was Coca-Cola, which was big and important. You know, they advertised it as relieving fatigue way back then and delicious and refreshing. So she was a busy person running a busy business. She married another man in the pharmaceutical business. Uh, actually, this guy was a, a salesman for a company called Porter Ryerson Hubler, and his name was George Hubler. Hubler was a busy man around Omaha. He did all kinds of things. Uh, he was involved with uh, financial services, had some real estate, and helped found the Omaha Commercial Club. You know, Julia herself, Julia Chrissy Hubler, uh, she was a busy person about town herself. She helped found the Omaha Women's Club and a local Baptist church. So her and George were pretty tied together, and, and they did a lot around the city. I found a lot of examples, though, of Mrs. Hubler traveling back to Chicago to be with her family. They ended up living in Oak Park, Oak Park and they were a very successful family, it looked like. Uh, in 1910, uh, when she was just over 50 years old, Mrs. Chrissy Hubler went back to visit her family in Illinois, and she died the next year uh, there in Illinois. It looked like she had stayed, so maybe it was a long illness. It's hard to uncover that kind of history, Steve, but I keep looking. Mr. Hubler went on and uh, eventually moved out of the state. But the pharmacy didn't close. Instead, it was sold to one of Mrs. Hubler's clerks, a guy named Alexander Adams. And Adams went into business with another guy named Peter Hay. 
Peter Haight was involved with uh, pharmaceutical distribution in Omaha as well. So the new Adams Haight Pharmacy took over the Chrissy Pharmacy, but ran it identically to how Alexander had gotten into the business himself. Haight Adams also opened up a pharmacy at 24th and Fort, and they took over the Saratoga Pharmacy at 24th and Adams. So they had quite a little chain going on. In 1913, the Easter Sunday tornado blew through the intersection of 24th and Fort, though. And one of the buildings that suffered, well, it actually was demolished, was the Chrissy Pharmacy. When when that tornado came through, the pharmacy was able to rebuild. But instead of rebuilding the same two-story building, it was rebuilt as a single story. You know, it was located right next to a beehive grocery and all kinds of busyness was at that intersection. 24th and Lake was really never the same after the tornado. It didn't build up as big as it had been. All the two-story buildings were obliterated from Lake Street and many of them from 24th as well. And uh, that was one of the real losses. But regardless, the pharmacy, like I said, the Haight-Adams Pharmacy continued on until 1924 uh, when Clyde Reed and Ed Duffy bought the building. Now, the Reed and Duffy Drug Company was running there uh, from 1924 on. They sold liquor out of the store, and they did a couple other innovations. They put in an ice cream stand and uh, some different things. They also called it the Lake Street Drug Company. But Chrissy Drug wasn't really used anymore. They eventually, Reed sold his shares in the company to Duffy, and Duffy renamed it the Duffy Drugs uh, by 1931. Duffy Drugs had a really successful run there on the corner of 24th and Lake, and it became North Omaha's go-to pharmacy. Um, not only did they sell pharmacy goods like drugs and first aid and healthcare and other stuff, they also sold homewares, electronics, some things that we'd associate with hardware stores. They had money orders and check cashing and all the vital services that the neighborhood needed, even with grocery stores all around. Ed Duffy himself passed away in 50, 1950, uh, almost 20 years after he had bought the store. A guy named Hubert Adam Von Tersch picked it up um, that year in 1950, and he kept running it as Duffy Drug. Uh, you know, he had nine kids, Tersch, Von Tersch did, and he had worked at Duffy's for seven years before he bought it in 50. Um, he managed to run it for another 16 years and um, retired in 1966 and closed the store. Him and his wife went on to celebrate their 50th anniversary in 1977, along with their 37 grandchildren and five great-grandchildren. So he had a busy family to keep after, even after he retired. Now, one of the things that closed Duffy Drugs was the rioting that happened in 1966. It was the first time that rioting had happened in North Omaha. And not the first time that it happened in Omaha, but it really um, concerned these white store owners uh, in North Omaha to have African-Americans throwing bottles and rocks and bricks through the windows. And uh, Von Turst didn't like it, so he closed it down. He left town. He left the area. He moved up to Fort Calhoun, actually. Um, But luckily, the building didn't sit empty for very long because it was picked up. It was scooped up right away by a group of uh, investors who opened up what they called the Soul House. The Soul House was a music shop. It was the first black-owned business on the corner of 24th and Lake, right there at that intersection. Leo Smith was a major stockholder in the Soul House, and he was the operating manager of the business. Uh, and and he was, from the accounts in the newspaper and other sources, it sounds like he was a pretty outspoken guy. 
this was after the first riot and right in a very tense period for that intersection. You know, 24th and Lake was, uh, let's call it benign neglect that the city of Omaha showed towards the area. Uh, with the riot happening, with other incidents that have been going on, there weren't a lot of employment opportunities. There weren't recreation opportunities. There wasn't a lot going on in North Omaha. And it really looked like the rest of the city was just ignoring the community. Whether it was because of the African-American population or the poverty in the area, it's hard to say. And it's also hard to say what caused it, aside from, you know, white supremacy and racism, which seems to cause everything in North Omaha, uh, unfairly so, of course. Um, but regardless, here's Leo Smith in 1967 when they opened up the Soul House. He's quoted in the paper and he says, I think the so-called ghetto must do something for itself. We have faith in the future of the area. Leo's Soul House was hopping and really moved things along. But you can imagine just a year later, uh, the circumstance on a late July evening at the beginning of July when uh, there was a group of hundreds of African-American youth out in front of the store at that intersection of 24th and Lake. And the National Guard is moving in to stop the rioting that had been going on for a few days. Well, Leo Smith of the Soul House took and put concert speakers out in front of his building and turned on music because it was uh, later on, he said it was because it had a soothing effect. But according to the city of Omaha's attorney, uh, the music was so loud that policemen couldn't hear the commands of their commanding officer or the commands that were broadcast over the speaker system from the commander's car, squad car. So the police stormed into the building, uh, into the Soul House building. They demolished the speakers. And uh, Soul House ended up taking the city of Omaha to court. And the city of Omaha got the court case dismissed. Well, the building kept existing after that. You know, Duffy Drugs was long closed and Soul House closed uh, in 1969. The interesting side note about that is that Smith said it was because of internal problems, not because of any problems in the neighborhood that caused the Soul House to close. The Greater Omaha Community Action, GOCA, they ended up moving in in 1975. Um, and after that, Elijah Ali opened up an advertising business and his production business there in the 90s. And ran it there in the 90s. Uh, well, Roosevelt's Recreation Room was there in the 1980s. It was a video game arcade with pinball and a pool table. But that didn't last. Elijah Ali had his advertising and uh, production company there for a long time. And eventually, in 2000, the city of Omaha um, shut it all down. They said, hey, we're going to demolish this and we're going to sell it all to the Family Housing Advisory Services. A whole bunch of people tried to rally against it. In 2003, uh, there was a group that was created in North Omaha called the Committee for the Preservation of Historic North Omaha Sites. And they shared their concerns with the city and the Family Housing Advisory Services about what was going to happen. But it happened anyway. Eventually, um, the Lake Point Center was built on the corner of 24th and Lake. And today, the only sign left from Duffy Drugs, Chrissy Pharmacy, and all the other businesses that had been there is a single post that sits on the southwest corner of 24th and Lake. That's right. It was built into this brand new building that opened up in 2004. This single post is left from the original building. Uh, and it's a post that was put there in 1913 when the drugstore was rebuilt. So you can still see that sign of action there, that sign of change there. However, there is no other historical marker on that corner 
marking the importance of Duffy Drugs or Chrissy Pharmacy or anything that was there. The first female pharmacist in Omaha, the longest standing drugstore that was there, the first African-American owned business right on the corner of 24th and Lake. None of it's noted. Instead, we have a post to remind us that once upon a time, Duffy Drugs and a lot of other places were important on the southwest corner of 24th and Lake. And that's a little bit about the history of Duffy Drugs. For more information about it, check out the article at NorthOmahaHistory.com. Thanks for listening to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Join us next week as Adam takes you on another guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past.